In October 1941, the air in Moscow didn't smell of leaves and damp grass like it normally would at this time of year. Instead, it smelt overpoweringly of fire and death, while the earth trembled and the sky overhead roared like a wounded animal. The explosion sounded like thunder, like an autumn storm that would soon pass, giving way to sunshine and calm, nothing but golden branches whispering quietly in the breeze. Only it had been four months, and this particular storm didn't show any signs of passing. The noise of battle had become the soundtrack to the lives of those who still remained in the city, as they moved fearfully about with their heads low and eyes to the ground. Nina Petrova was no longer afraid of the explosions. She no longer ran for shelter every time she heard the high-pitched shriek of the siren. And that was what scared her the most. War had become normal. There was a time when she had taken peace for granted. The peaceful sky of her childhood wasn't something to treasure and be grateful for. It just was. Suddenly, without warning, one scorching day in June that started out just like any ordinary day, with no indication of the horror to come, the Germans invaded, selfishly snatching away the blue sky and Nina's future. If she'd known this could happen, if she'd known happiness was such a fragile and fleeting thing, she would have cherished everything. Every moment with friends, every ice cream on the banks of the Moskva River, every trip to the cinema and bike ride with her brother, every cup of tea in the morning and peaceful night with nothing to fear. She would have laughed louder, hugged her loved ones more often and breathed more deeply. She would have lived every day like it was her last. Perhaps then she would have fewer regrets as she stood in the middle of an airfield with tears in her eyes and her arms around her younger brother who was going to war. Trying to hide her tears from Vlad, she glanced at her watch. They didn't have much time. Don't look so glum, said Vlad, pulling her hair. It's going to be all right. Ouch, she exclaimed. That hurt. She pouted, but not for long. She knew it was Vlad's way of showing affection. Finally, we get to show Hitler what we are made of. I can't wait to get inside my fighter plane and give him a taste of his own medicine. Nina's face fell. The thought of her little brother charging the Germans on his metal steed made her heart skip with pain. For a moment, she couldn't talk, so she watched Vlad instead, trying to commit every detail of his face to memory. At eighteen, he looked so grown up and was being so brave. How did that happen so quickly? Wasn't it only yesterday that he was a skinny eight-year-old, clinging to his older sister's skirt when their mother had died? Nina's eyes filled with tears. Next to the two of them, Nina's best friend, Katya Bogdanova, was crying inconsolably, her eyes on her husband, Anton, who held their three-year-old girl in his arms. And all around, other families were saying goodbye to their young men, mothers and fathers hugging their sons, perhaps for the last time, wives clinging to their husbands, nothing but tears and miserable faces. This was what war did. It took loved ones away in one soul-destroying, devastating instance. 
One moment they were there, the next they were gone. Nina knew all about it, having said goodbye to her father, uncle and three cousins in the space of three months. The airfield was slush under her feet. Snow, water and mud mixed together to make walking difficult. The sky was grey, threatening snow. It felt right. Cheerful blue skies and bright sunshine would seem out of place on a day like this. Don't fret, girls. We have the most reliable planes in the world, said Anton, holding his daughter close. Yak-1 is a marvel of Soviet engineering. That's right, said Vlad. We trained hard for this. We are ready. You have nothing to worry about.